You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited today. I have with me my sister, my girl. Um, You know, this show, we talk to experts, we talk to mavericks, we talk to pioneers and trailblazers. And she is all of that. She is someone special. She's not someone that just reads the news. She's in the news, okay? And so I am so excited to have Dr. Tamala Man Odom. Okay, Dr. (laughs) Tamala Odom with us today. I know she sings too, but she's my guest today and she is a licensed minister. She is an experienced instructor. She's a leadership and empowerment coach, and she works with individuals on goal setting. All of us have goals and we're trying to get there. How do we do it? Well, she's going to be talking to us a little bit about that a little later on. And she deals with relationship building. There's so many relationships that we have in the world, country to country, person to person, friend to friend, you know, in the church and all of this thing. So relationship building is very important to have the right relationship. We know toxic relationships kills it. Okay. So relationship building is very important. And so we're going to get a little bit into that too. And she is affectionately called Dr. O by many. I call her Dr. O as well. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome with me, my guest, Dr. O to the show today. Welcome Dr. O. Thank you, Sheila. I mean, this is an honor. First of all, the title of this gifted. Oh my goodness. First of all, this is appropriate for you and your staff because you are certainly gifted. And I think about that scripture that lets us know that our gift will make room for us. So it is amazing how we're going to have an opportunity to talk about being gifted and how God gifts us all with whatever we need in this earth to be purposeful. You know what? We're getting ready to get deep, y'all. We're not going to be snor- snorkeling today. We're going to go deep sea diving because I got Dr. O. I got Dr. O on the line with me today. And, you know, you are so right, Dr. O. Let's talk a little bit about gifting because you're a licensed minister. Mm-hmm. And what does God um, say to us about our gifts? You said our gifts make room for us, but does everybody really have a gift? Because some people are just out there seem like wasting their life and wasting mm-hmm. their time. Do we really all have a gift from God, would you say? You know, the first thing we have to do is go back to the book of Genesis. And the book of Genesis lets us know in that chapter, in that book, I should say, there are several chapters that let us know that we are God's favorite, Mm. God's favorite, and we are created in his image. Mm. So if God has a gift, and he has many gifts because he is all-powerful, he's all-knowing, he's victorious, Mm -hmm. he's the master builder and creator. So if we are created in his image, of course we all, he didn't Mm -hmm. say some of us were created in his image, we all are created in his image, but this is the issue, Sheila, uh-huh. that oftentimes people are in this world and they don't know that they're created in the image of God and they don't know their purpose. They don't wow. understand because they're not connected to mm. the one who gave them purpose. Wow. So they are considered to be still in darkness, but that's okay mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. now because those of us who are in light, it is our job to enlighten them, to show them 
how to get connected to the one who gave them purpose, mm -hmm. to the one who gave them their gift so that they can find out what their purpose is. I tell people all the time, uh -huh. Sheila, mm -hmm. that this world is vast, it's big, and we don't mm. have to fight for purpose. Yes. We don't have to Ooh. fight to be successful. We don't wow. have to fight for abundance. Why? Because God is unique and he made mm -hmm. us unique. So every one of us has purpose. Now, sometimes our purpose may align with each other, mm -hmm. but we don't have to fight for it because this world is so big and vast. Mm -hmm. He needs more people with the same purpose mm -hmm. to be able to fulfill his ultimate goal in the earth. So to answer your question, yes. absolutely, everyone wow. has purpose, but it's just mm -hmm. a matter of getting connected with the person who get, not the person, but the deity the that deity. gave us all purpose. Wow. And that you said a lot right there, being connected to the deity, being connected, being in alignment with our purpose. And a lot of yeah. people are just wandering through life, like wandering generalities, not realizing that they're supposed to be a meaningful specific. And so I love that. And let's go back a little bit with your backstory, Dr. O, because I know that there was a time in life when you were wanting to do something in the college years and those people that were around you didn't believe you they thought that you can't do this and who are who do you thinking that you can and you had this desire to be connected mm -hmm. to the purpose that you thought let's talk a little bit about uh that story and and how that impacted your life an amazing story Sheila and, and it wasn't until I became fully grown as my grandmother mm -hmm. used to say <laughs> that I understood how that story how that life experience played into who I am today mm -hmm. I remember when I was in college and I well go back to high school and I knew okay. that I I wanted to do something but I wasn't for sure what and I had told my mother you know maybe I should just not go to college because mm. my mom was in college earning her master's at that time. I was mm -hmm. going to college. My sister right behind me, we're 15 months apart. We were all going to be going, it's going to be stair-stepped in college. Oh, wow. So where I wanted to go, it just didn't seem to be working out. So I went to a community college for two years, graduated with honors, graduated in two years, mm. put my, my efforts into making something out of myself. Mm. And I wanted to transfer to a four-year institution. I remember going in, talking to the admissions advisor, because I had prepared to mm -hmm. graduate college in four years. Okay. So I had the plan in place. I had people that were surrounding me. They were telling me exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. I went into the office to talk to the academic advisor. And she told me that it was impossible, Sheila, impossible for me wow. to graduate in four years, even though I had an associate's degree in hand. I mm. was an honor student. She told mm. me it was impossible, not because of my grades, mm. not because I didn't have the academic aptitude. She looked at my address Ooh. and told me because of where I lived, mm. being a, a product of Chicago's West Side, she wow. told me not because of anything else, but because of where I was from, mm -hmm. that it was impossible for me to be able to graduate in four years. And she went on to say, if you graduate at all. Wow. So then here I am thinking mm. an academic advisor is supposed to advise you towards wow. the future. And her mm. advisement was for me to be a statistic. Mm. And wow. I remember going home and talking to my folks about it. And I remember sitting on my bed and my mom mm -hmm. was very calm about it. And she let me know, and this is my paraphrase, whose report do you believe? 
Do you know we have put in you since you were a little girl? Whose report do you believe? Wow, wow. And I remember that was the buildup that I needed to Mm, let me mm. know that nobody decides your future but you. My God. And and, and God gives us a future and we don't have to choose it. You know how Mm -hmm. some, have you ever heard the saying Mm -hmm. that oftentimes the most creative people are in the cemetery right now because they have died? Yes. Yes. Used to be that person. And my mother let Mm. me know whose report do you believe? Mm. I remember, Sheila, that that was Mm. what I needed. And I graduated in two additional years. Four years, I was out of there and I was on to something else, working on my master's, working on my doctorate, when the people around me said I couldn't. So that's a message for people to understand. Don't Mm -hmm. let people around you decide your future. Wow. You do. And the only person that can Mm. keep you from that is you. Wow, that that is just so motivating, Doctor O. Um, and 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 I just feel the ministry just just rolling up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My heart is being filled as you speak to that because there are people listening all around the world right now, and somebody has told them that they can't do it because they're not smart enough, they're not good looking enough, because of their gender, because they're not talented enough. I really want you right now to just speak to a person out there in this radio land, in this podcasting land, that have been told that why. Try that you're not going to do it. You're like your mother. You're like your father. You're like, you know, you're from the wrong side of town. You don't have enough money. Speak to that person out there that's listening to this podcast. Let them know that they can if they keep themselves in alignment with our creator. Wow. Now that's, you're you're talking my language now because I'm going to tell you about a client that I had because Mm -hmm. I work as a leadership and empowerment coach. Mm -hmm. And someone came to me and told me that their family their mother and their uncle and their Mm -hmm. aunt told them they were never going to be a success. Mm -hmm. The person who birthed you into this world tells you you are not going to be a success. So how traumatic can that be when you're Mm -hmm. saying you desire to be something great and the Mm -hmm. person that you would think would be your your major support tells you otherwise. Right. I say to people who have been told Mm -hmm. on numerous occasions that they'll Mm -hmm. never be successful. So Mm -hmm. those people who feel like in the inside that they would never be successful Mm -hmm. the scripture that tells me that greater is he that is in me (laughs) he goes with me everywhere I go and who is he he's greater Mm. than me God is greater Mm. so if he is in me success Mm. is ultimately yours now I was at a a, a, a Mm. I was speaking at a conference yesterday okay and uh someone had I had said to one of the people at the conference that God is just waiting for us to make the first step Mm. Yeah, we're thinking we have this success. We want to do these great things. We don't know how to do it. How am I going to get the financing? How am I going to get the resources? How am I going to get the support? Mm -hmm. You get that when you make the step. Make the step. So I tell anybody who's been told that you're never going to be successful, that you Mm -hmm. don't have what it takes, that Mm -hmm. you're not pretty enough, that you're Mm -hmm. not skinny enough, that you don't Mm -hmm. have the resource, you're not educated enough. Wow. Make the first step because greater is in you, but you don't understand that the greater is in you if you're not connected to the greater. Wow. So I encourage people to seek. This is Mm -hmm. a time, Sheila, where people are coming out of this pandemic and then maybe going into another one, who knows, Mm -hmm. because we hear about Mm -hmm. the Delta variant. Yes, yes. We don't know. 
Yes. But we know that something is happening. The world is mm. shaking loose. Yeah. Things are yeah. changing. Yes. And this yes. is a time for people who were the ones that we counted mm. out to rise up wow. and be the ones to show that we have purpose. Wow. So I encourage you, don't let anyone mm. look at you and label you as they did for me. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the greater is in you. Wow. Greater no what other people you. say. Greater in you, greater in you. That that that's really awesome. And people need to know that. Like you said, coming out of a pandemic, people are confused. There's there's so much um, overwhelming going yeah. on out there, yeah. and people don't know whether to turn to the left or to the right. Some of them want to believe in God, but they're wondering how can a God, you know, cause some things to happen where I lose my job, I lose my loved one, I lose all of the normalcy of the life that I had. And some of them didn't have much in the instance. But when you said connecting to the greater, you know, yeah. being in alignment with our purpose, being in alignment with the God who cares, who loves you, who's there for you, who's there to have your back when nobody else can, who's there to help you through the toxicity of this world. God, you know, greater, greater than everything that's going on out there. I love the fact, like, even with your coaching, um, how you talk about it, it seems like your coaching is an iron sharpens iron type of coaching. You really get in there and get to the root and just kind of massage the situations out. Let's talk about, about your style of coaching. How do you uh, approach and deal with your clients, especially during this pandemic that we're in, because people are still confused. A lot of mental health issues going on. So how do you help coach people? through this difficult time that we're going through now today? And, and that's a great question because I, mm-hmm. first of all, even though I have been educated, I've gone through the systems, earned a doctor degree, I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. also know that people don't tell it all to you, right? Wow, they come, to come on now. They don't tell you all, right? <laughs> There's no so transparency, <laughs> especially in the Black community. They don't want to let you know what st- goes on in the house stays in the house. In a lot of cultures, it's like that as well. So so how do you break that? How do you break that down? So this is, so I really have to really deal with people with discernment, mm. understanding that the Holy Spirit will give me what I need. And the mm. rest is really about letting people know that the greater is in. So I ask wow. questions. Okay. I don't okay. make assumptions. Mm. I, and, and people will tell you things just by their indirect communication. Okay. And so I use that to find out what they really need. Because sometimes people will come to me and say, I want to be a success. I want to be rich. And I want to, mm-hmm. so if you were to be rich, what would you ever do with that money? Wow. Is that really what it is? Mm-hmm. So the questions and using discernment to really mm-hmm. help me find out what is it that people really want. And okay. it boils down to this. Mm-hmm. People just want to feel safe, wow. secure, mm-hmm. and happy. Mm-hmm. Safe, secure, and happy. Okay. Safe in their home. Safe to be able to go out into this world and know that they'll be able to come back in one piece. The same thing mm-hmm. for their family. So okay. Secure, knowing that there is some stability in their home, stability in their lives, and they okay. want to be happy to be able to wake up in the morning and not feel the stressors of life. We all have those times where life gets mm-hmm. stressful. Yes. But we have yes. some people that are in a continuum of mm. stress. Wow. Wow. People want to be safe, mm-hmm. secure, mm-hmm. and happy. Yes. So those are the three tenets that I use mm-hmm. in my coaching, no matter what people tell me, because they, mm-hmm. they tell you one thing, but that's not really mm-hmm. what they're looking for. Okay. But I try to give them principles and tenets and mm-hmm. exercises that will revolve around their safety, 
mm-hmm. their security and their happiness. Wow. And th- and those those are some basic principles that are in the Bible, you know, because mm-hmm. the Bible talks about, you know, safety or safety in God, you know, being under mm-hmm. the shadow of the wings of the almighty. Yes. And and so those things that you mentioned are actually biblical principles where you could find that in the word of God. And mm-hmm. so what you're saying is something that's sustaining. It's not something that's a temporary fix. A lot of times we go to doctors and they give us a pill or they give us some bandaid on a situation, mm-hmm. but they're not getting to the root of the problem. And so by you doing that and saying that you're getting to the root of the problem, which will take care of the fruit later on, because if you deal with the root of what's going on the inside, that fruit comes out, you'll, it'll be a different type of fruit if you're dealing with the right thing. And so I love that fact that um, not only are you giving them the biblical principle, something that's sustainable for life, it's not a temporary fix because that's what they need. And, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about the relationship building. Um, like you said, when you're talking to different clients and you're finding out those three things, of how they can be safe and secure and those types of things. Um, how do you deal with them on relationships? Because there is so much toxicity, like I said, going on in this world today. People are afraid to not only interact because of the pandemic, but you know, the, the countries against countries, you know, people are sitting at the same family table and this one believes in this pol- pol- political belief. Another one believes in this political belief. Mm-hmm. There's fighting, um, you know, homes are, are, are just the, the divorce rates are really high in the Christian mm-hmm. church and outside mm-hmm. of the church. So there's so much mental illness and ailments that's going on in relationships general, not even talking about physical sickness, but just relationships. How do you help to mend uh, the broken relationships or repair of some of the mental anguish that's going on because some people don't want to deal with their own family members Mm -hmm. because they bring so much stress you know Mm -hmm. so much stress they have more more uh, issues sometimes in the family when you're dealing with them than Scott wrote issues you know what I'm saying (laughs) and so some people are in the family but they don't want to deal with their family I've heard people say yeah I've got family I haven't spoke to in so you know so many months or so many years or or there's problems and this all stems from some toxic situation that happened in a relationship, the relationship broke down. And how do you deal with um, these, these relationships where it could be a work relationship, it could be a church relationship mm-hmm. you know, that broken down? Um, how do you deal with the relationship barriers that, that people put up and they just kind of stay there and hang out for a while and it causes some disrepair and it causes Mm -hmm. some illness, you know, and it causes unforgiveness. Some people can't find their way back, you know, to be where they once was in that relationship. So could you give us some things, some practical things that people out there that have a, a, a disrepair or a tear in their relationship, what can they do, no matter what type of relationship it is, as we mentioned, whether it's a church relationship, family, love relationship, or a loved one, what are some things that they can do, Dr. O, to begin to 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 mend those relationships? Because it's not easy. It's not easy, but your mm-hmm. question is right on time. Mm-hmm. Because I had a client call me yesterday. It was okay. an SOS emergency. Wow, and wow, wow. they apologize about needing it, but when you need coaching and you need support, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You call wow. someone who yes. you feel can help me, help you. Mm-hmm. And my client was telling me about a, a family issue. Okay. The communication and the relationship was breaking down. And it really boiled down to not being willing to forgive. Wow. And even when the family member said, I'm sorry, Mm. and and 
their response was, I don't believe you because you don't act like that. Now, who are we to judge the heart? Yeah, yeah yes, <laughs> that yes. Is God, that yes. is somebody else higher than us, the responsibility. Right, to right. That. But right. this was the, this is what I share with my client at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. If how are we going to get to heaven mm. if you don't forgive? If you believe in heaven, yes. How? Because the scriptures are very clear. Yes. If you forgive, mm-hmm. that is how you get forgiveness. Mm. But if you don't forgive, could you imagine? With the, the thought that comes to Christ in, in the Father's mind, when we have the nerve to mm. say, I want you to open up heaven for me, mm. but I don't want to forgive somebody who's done me wrong. Oh, my goodness. There's no wrong that could be even equate close to the mm. wrong of the crucifixion. Oh, my goodness. You're right. You're right. Or someone who mm. laid down their life who was sinless for those yeah. who were sinful and yeah. said, forgive them mm, good point but we can't forgive and men relationships mm. down here on earth mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. boy i know sheila that's a hard pill to Ooh, wow people that i've had to take that pill myself and say you yes. know what mm. if this is bigger than me mm. oftentimes when we take the role of jesus mm-hmm. being willing to forgive that's yes. when he can work on them the scripture talks about planting Yes. And then you plant the seed, you water it, and then you'll get the increase. It may be our responsibility to plant that seed of forgiveness. Mm. And the person may say, Wow, mm. I know I did wrong. Or they sometimes people don't even realize it. They just may say, You know what? Hey, wow, wow. They may just be one of those people who don't even realize they're oblivious to it. Wow. But nonetheless, it is our duty yeah. to mend relationships, starting with forgiveness, starting with wow. forgiving that one who wronged you as a child. And I know that yes. has been done, mm-hmm. but nothing that we've ever dealt with that is greater yeah. than loss. Yes, yes. That's, that's important. That's what I share. That's important because when you talk about forgiveness, there are so many people, I've known people that someone has died and they still are holding on to the unforgiveness. And so I think that's important for you to say, because there could be someone that someone has made a transition and, you know, going on to another life or so to speak, and they have still holding on to that unforgiveness. They have not forgiving them, which means that they're still carrying the hurt. They're still carrying the shame. They're still carrying the trauma of the situation. So when you say to forgive, it's like you give for that situation you give for that person and so to be able to give i think is 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 very very important just to let it go let it go so that you can grow so that you can begin to mend and i think that's really important when you said that because Jesus had people doing him wrong in so many ways, verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse. And he still said, forgive them that when you said that, that is so important. And I think people need to hear that because there could be someone in the backs of your mind that you really have not forgiven. And that's the reason why you could be having some dis-ease in life and dis-ease in your body. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's really important to bring out Dr. O to forgive, you know, just begin there to forgive for the, for the relationship to begin to be repaired or to be restored because there's so much going on in our 
our lives. And, and that's one staple that every day we can just say, who do I need to forgive today? Or who's going to do something like the Bible says to forgive them 70 times seven. <laughs> you that's know, right. you may have to forgive somebody multiple times because people are human and, and they make mistakes. And sometimes these toxic people, um, they're, they're selfish and they, yeah. and they'll just keep coming back for unhealthy demands on our life. And we just have to know how to say no, or we have to know how to put those boundaries up there so that we don't have to go into these places of, I got to forgive you. I got to forgive you. You know, if you have those boundaries, healthy boundaries, then you may not have to go to that particular place, but I think that's important that you said that, you know, a scripture that I want to, to uh, have you explain a little bit, uh, it's in second Chronicles 15, seven. I know that's one that you've, you've mentioned and you talk about before. How does that resonate with you and how does really faith play a role in all the areas of your life and different things that you're doing, your professional life, your, you know, your business life, your personal life. Um, second Chronicles 15 and seven. Can you just talk about that a little bit? Wow, you know, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one because, you know, I just think about, you know, you think about just the book of the Old Testament. You just yes. think about all the, 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 the principles of the Old Testament that mm. let us know that this is the law. This is set mm. aside for us to understand. Yes. This is the way that we live. Yes. And, you know, it's important to understand that when we talk about faith, that mm. is the premise of mm. our relationship with God. Yes, it is the premise, because if you don't even have the faith to even believe, mm. what, what else is the foundation? Set wow. Up? Wow. There's nothing wow. else available to mm. us. So I think mm. it's important that we we understand that it, it goes with love. It yes. goes with our that foundation of our faith. And it yes. also goes with prayer. You know, prayer. that's what's, what's important for me to understand, mm. too, because that's our connection with God. Oh, yes. And that's how we build our faith through mm -hmm. prayer. Yes, yes. Understanding who he is, because that's an opportunity for him to be able to talk to us. My goodness. You know, yes. um, let's talk a little bit about your best selling book, Run the Race, mm -hmm. a guide to a successful living. Um, what what drove you to write your book and, and what is the message? What is the takeaway that you would like to give our audience today as far as, you know, from that particular book? Yes, yes. So run the race. You know, it is amazing how God works because when he has purpose for you, when you give him the permission yes, to yes. lead you and to guide you, yes. he will do that, especially when he has work for you to be able to do. And right. this is the book that I said I did not want to write. I didn't want to be an author. I didn't see the purpose <laughs> of that because there's so many books that are out there. Yes, it I don't want to do that. Yeah. And, and being someone who's been in education for so long, I was I didn't want to read another book. I didn't let alone oh, to write my one. Goodness. But I could not sleep. I'm telling mm. you, I would get two hours of sleep every night and then had to work a nine to five. Wow. And, and, and it was like the spirit was telling me, if you want to play these games, come on. Mm. I'll keep you up all night until you submit to my will because you have already told me yes. that I had this permission to do that. Wow. So when I submitted to the will of God and I would have mm -hmm. a notebook and I would have mm -hmm. it next to my bed. Okay. And then he would, he would, I would actually be able to get some sleep. Okay. Wake me up and I would just mm -hmm. write. And okay. Right. And before you know it, this book was here and wow. it has helped so many people mm. understand that your race may be different because okay. when you think about it, there's a 
four by four medley. There's long okay. distance races. There's okay. It's all because there's hurdles. Yes. We all have a different race to run. Right, but right. But the purpose of it is to make it to the end to be successful. And that's mm. what God has shown me using principles of my life, principles yes. of my coaching, my early coaching days, to be able to share with other people how they can run their race and be successful. Wow. And that's important. You know, we're talking to Dr. O today, Dr. Pamela Odom, and she is the author of Run the Race, A Guide to Successful Living. Um, there's so many skills, there's so many things that she has uh, to offer um, us on today. We're just getting at the surface. We're just about almost out of time. But Dr. O, what's next? Because your your speaking career is on, is just, you know, taking off. You've got, I know you're uh, going to have a television show. I know that you're a best-selling author. You're a, a a one coach at the top of the list. Um, what's next? What is something that you would like to do or what's coming up next for Dr. O? You know what? It's just amazing how your questions are so right on time. Like <laughs> the Lord is just using you as confirmation because I just received the, uh, just about yesterday. Mm -hmm. Someone asked me yes. to coordinate a conference. Wow. A conference where we will be talking about living your best life purpose. Yes success mm. so that is yes. coming i don't know if it's going to be 2021 because we want to plan it and make it great or it yes. may be maybe um 2022 but okay. that's the thing planning a conference to be able to reach the masses mm. i'm still coaching and training yes and people yes and yes so preaching the gospel whenever i have the opportunity you know what? I want you to just speak to the life of a person, Dr. O, that's going through something right now as a licensed minister. Um, speak to their heart. Just even pray for them. Let them know that what you said, being in alignment with God is very important. A person that may not have forgiven someone or a certain situation, and that person might have gone on, they're still holding on to it. I just want you to just minister for just a few seconds and talk to that person out there that needs to know that their way out, they need a help. They need someone to reach across the table and hold their hand to give them hope. Can we just take a moment to pray with someone that needs some help right now, that needs to forgive, that needs to let go, to know that they can run their race and they yes. can be successful if they begin to do the right things to get in alignment with God. Yes, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to, to come to God, to pray with other people, to yes. help them release their bondage because the Bible yes. tells us that in God there's liberty and the opposite of liberty is bondage. And when we're yes. not forgiving, we're holding on to those grudges and such, we are in bondage. So let's mm. pray against yes. the spirit of bondage. Father, yes. in the name of Jesus, you are great and greatly to be praised. So we just thank you for this opportunity to share, God. And we're just praying, God, just so this opportunity to share will help and enlighten someone else. Lord, you are great and greatly to be praised. You don't do anything, God, by accident. So even this gathering on this podcast is your work, God, because we have gathered in your name, Lord. So because we have gathered in your name, I ask God that you be in the midst and show yourself mighty, God. Someone who is contemplating how to forgive and understand how to forgive, who is contemplating what to do next, God, I ask that you speak to them, God, that you comfort them, that you be their guide and their strength. Let them know that your word is true, that you will be with them always, even until the end of the earth, God. Let them know that they can be hidden under you which is their pavilion, God, the shadow of the almighty God. Let them know, God, that you have purpose for their lives, God, that you desire for them to prosper and be in good health 
even as their soul prospers, God, that greater is in them that is in the, this better than it's in the world, God, so that the greater is in them, God, let them have, allow you to have free course in their lives, God, let miracles, signs, and wonders follow them, God, and let the best be theirs, God, look on those, God, who are sick because of their mind and their thinking, God, change their thinking, God, let their mind be renewed because of you, and we just thank you, God, and I just ask that you bless this outlet, this ministry that you have given Sheila White and Road to Eternity, God, that their purpose, God, be shown, God, and that you open up more opportunities for them to share the mission and the vision of you. And I just thank you and I praise you and I lift you up because you are great and greatly to be praised. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Amen. Well, we just want to thank everyone out there for listening. We were just about out of time. But you know what? If you did not hear this entire broadcast, you can please go to our website and get more updates, more information. You can find out more information about Dr. O. We're going to keep you guys informed on what's going on with her as well on our website, which is www.roadtoeternity.net. And remember to that you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Thank you, Dr. O, for being our special guest on today. This is my sister, my friend, and I just want you guys to know what she said in that prayer. I pray that that resonates. I pray that it gives hope to someone out there that felt hopeless. Thank you, Dr. O, again. We'll join you next time on Gifted with Sheila White. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.